Shalom this is Rabbi Kovacs, and Mishnah Yomi is in Chapter 5 of Ketuvo, Mishnah Bet, the second Mishnah. Now, recently we've been talking about conditions, implied conditions on the Ketuvah that are effective in every Jewish marriage. And now we turn to the logistics of actually setting a wedding date. Now, recall that what they used to do was have Kedushin, or Erusin, the first stage of marriage, usually giving a ring. They would have that happen well before the Chuppah, the Nisuin, the actual wedding ceremony after which the man and woman move in together. So Mishnah Beit explains how big that gap could be. We give to a woman who's never been married before up to 12 months to prepare herself for the wedding once the husband asks for a wedding date. So she gets up to 12 months to prepare her makeup, her jewelry. We actually mentioned by the story of Rivka, her family suggests that she wait yamim days, meaning a full year of days, or eser, or 10, meaning at least 12, 10 months to prepare. And famously, Rivka says she wants to go and marry Yitzhak Isaac right now. So, of course, if a young woman feels she's ready and she has her makeup and jewelry and her gown and everything's ready, everyone's got their dresses prepared, then, yeah, she can go ahead and get married right away. There's another remez to 12 months before a wedding, actually in Chapter 2 of the Megillah, Plus of Yud Beis, verse 12, they say they used to soak the women for six months in Shemin Amor in this fine oil and then six months to prepare their jewelry and makeup and clothing. But of course, if a young woman felt that after a few months of soaking in the oil, she was ready for marriage, then for a Jewish marriage, we would, we would allow that. For Ahasuerus, she had different standards. Anyway, Mish explains, Lefarnas at Atzma, this, these up to 12-month period is so she can prepare herself for marriage. The Mishnah continues, like we give to the woman, so too we give to the man, to provide for himself, to set up a household. So if she says, hey, when are we going to get married? He can suggest a date even as far as 12 months into the future. So he can, you know, buy a field, buy a house, get a steady job. Uh, in ancient times, there was a concept that a man should be something of a self-sufficient uh, man able to provide for himself and his family before he actually goes to chuppah and settles down with his wife. In modern times, Baruch Hashem, we have generous in-laws and generous grandparents that assist a young couple in getting on their feet. So thank God uh, we don't always have to wait 12 months to set a wedding date. Now, the 12 months is for a woman who's never been married. Vilamanda, the Mishnah explains, for a woman who was previously married, Shloshim Yom. We give her up to 30 days to prepare. The assumption is she already has clothing, jewelry, makeup. Higiazman, if the time arrives, the scheduled wedding date, Velo Nisu, and the wedding doesn't go through, Ochelet Mishalo. Now, the woman is entitled to eat from the man's bank account. Even though they haven't gone to chuppah yet, Lamaisa, they were supposed to. So she is his dependent, and she can take his money to feed herself. And if he's a Kohen and she is not, she can now eat Truma. It's basically considered as if she is now his financial obligation. And even though Lamaisa, they didn't go to chuppah, they did have Kedusha in the first stage of marriage, so she can already eat Truma. Rabbi Tarfan, Omer, Rabbi Tarfan explains this, we could even give her all of her food in Truma, though this is only for a Bat Kohen, a girl who's used to eating Truma, and she knows that she can't eat the Truma when she is ritually impure, when she is Tamea, she can only eat it when she is Tahura, so if she becomes Tamea, she will sell some Truma and buy some Chulin, some regular food, and eat that when she is impure. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Chulin, Truma. Rabbi Akiva says, no, you'd have to give her half Chulin and half Truma, because Lamaisa people aren't always pure, and when she's impure again, she cannot eat Truma. So we're going to see at the end of the next Mishnah, this is not Halacha Lamaisa, we don't do this. So Mishnah Gimel Hayovam, if the case is a case of Yibum, 
and the Yavama wants to marry the Yavam and perform the mitzvah of Yibam, Eino Mochil Batruma. This does not entitle her to eat Truma until they actually go to the equivalent of Chuppah, they perform Yibam, and they're now living together as man and wife. Then she can eat Truma, but not at any time before. Now, the Mishnah explains what's going to happen if the original husband passed away during that 12 months of preparation time before their wedding date. Therefore, if she was preparing for six months to marry the original husband, in another six months after that first man passed away, where she's waiting for Yibam, so really 12 months have elapsed, so she should be ready for marriage. And even if it's Kulan, really was 11 months and 29 days, and then Nebuch, the intended husband, passed away, and Yomechad, so really, Nebuch, this, uh, she was going to get married in a few days, and the original husband passed away, and so now she's waiting for Yibam, but 12 months have passed. She cannot eat truma based on waiting for Yibam from a Kohen, who's, of course, the brother of original Kohen, the original intended husband was also a Kohen. In the Mishnah comments, Zo Mishnah Rishona. This is the original teaching, referring back to this Mishnah and the previous Mishnah, where they allow a woman to eat truma, after her wedding date arrives, even if she's not gone to chuppah, there's some delay. But Beit Din shall acharehin amru, but a later rabbinical court came and established a halacha. A woman who's marrying a kohen may not start eating truma until they actually go to chuppah and they're fully married and living together. And the Gemara explains there's a concern called simpon, of, of like a blemish, like something that the husband didn't know about, where if he had known, he never would have done Kiddushin in the first place. And he doesn't really find out until the day of the chuppah or immediately after the chuppah that his new wife has some sort of, you know, God forbid, disfigurement or issues, lack of a sense of smell is one example, where if he had known, he never even would have tried to marry this woman in the first place, and that would invalidate the marriage. So we really don't want people eating truma, and then it's going to turn out they weren't really married and she wasn't really entitled to eating truma in the first place. Yashukohachem Zagizunt.